Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to Hello Next Level, a personal development podcast to help you navigate uncomfortable times and uplevel your life through personal development, mindset tips, and self-discovery. We are your hosts, Taylor and Kirsten, and we're here to help you uncover your highest potential, support you, and create a community of like-minded, badass girl pals. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to Hello Next Level. Happy Halloween officially. Officially. Happy spooky freaking Halloween. Are you dressing up? Where's your costume at? What are you dressing up (laughs) as? What are you doing tonight? Are you spooky? We look spooky. (laughs) We look, I mean, you look spooky. I just look like a character. I mean, that giraffe is kind of spooking me right now, to be honest. (laughs) We dressed up for you guys. And I know if you're listening to this episode, you can't actually see us, but (laughs) you will see us in our clips and in our stories. So obviously. So don't mean Um, and follow us on Instagram so that you can see our outfits. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, I mean, I already know what you are, but tell our audience what you look I like. don't even know what I am I just <laughs> didn't know what to do today so I was like what like I just don't have a lot of stuff so I was like what kind of makeup can I do and I remember every year my mom used to dress up as this like spider lady when she would just draw <laughs> spider webs on her face and my mom's really good at makeup so it looked really cool and then she would super glue which I don't know why what super glue I don't know I don't but, know super glue plastic spiders to her face and like wear some like witchy looking outfit and she was just like spider lady so I was like okay I can do that like I have makeup I can use so I I didn't super glue any spiders on onto my face that sounds so painful well I guess when it's on your skin like it would just come off of her really easily but where she went wrong with this is that one year her she dressed up as an ice queen and my stepdad dressed up as jack frost and like my mom goes all out with her halloween Mm -hmm. costumes so that meant my stepdad also had to go all out with his halloween costume and she bought these little plastic ice cube things and she super glued spiders to her face every halloween so she thought oh why don't i super glue these to his eyebrows (gasps) um and everything looked amazing like it was a really cool costume the next day, which I'm pretty sure he had to get up and go to work, he comes home and he has giant chunks missing <gasps> out of his eyebrows. No. He had to rip them off because it was glued to his eyebrow hair. Oh. And for a while, I called him Patches just to be a little shit and make fun of him. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds horrible. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if I've ever had Halloween costumes gone wrong. I'm pretty sure the only Halloween costume gone wrong was that one fucking middle school dance that I was the only one with face paint on and I looked like a ghoul. I'm still so salty about that. Okay. Have we told this on the podcast yet? Uh, I don't know, but I freaking love that picture. Like I want to frame that picture. We'll probably share it on. We'll probably share it today on our Instagram. So yeah, you guys will see what I mean, but literally like It's only in the photo. It's only me and Kirsten and Michaela, but you don't see all the other middle schoolers in the gym at this dance that are dressed like normal fucking kids. And I'm out there with full fledged face makeup. Are you kidding me? 
I thought you looked cool. I was like, wow, I really underdid it this year. I think I was wearing like some sort of like pirate dress Mm -hmm. and no makeup. Yeah. Now I'm the one with Halloween makeup on and you're in a modest costume. I know I'm out. I'm out here like, well, this is my second costume of Halloween because I dressed up for work, like a work event yesterday. I was a cowgirl yesterday. (laughs) Right now I am a safari gal. And I have like my little green safari dress and my binoculars, my bucket hat, and my friend, my little giraffe right here. His name's High Tops. <laughs> um, but you guys will see it on our Instagram anyway. But yeah, and then I have another one planned if we decide to go out tonight. Um, well, while we're recording this, it's Friday. So I'll have potentially another costume for Friday and then my main event costume for today Halloween so yeah it's like it's a busy weekend (laughs) but uh but yeah we uh we used to go super hard man like face makeup face paint all the things it was crazy but that's kind of I love Halloween I love makeup (laughs) extremely I still haven't yet but I really have always wanted to do a half a ween party for my birthday because my birthday is in July and <laughs> I've always wanted to do half a ween because I love just dressing up as different things and like doing makeup and putting together costumes. And like, I love when people DIY stuff because it's always like super unique and maybe this year I'll do it. Maybe this year I'll do a half a ween party and like, we'll all show up to the bars in costumes for no reason. No one's going to know. I didn't even know half a ween was a thing. That sounds such so weird to say. <laughs> half a ween, half a ween. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember where I heard it from. I don't know. I always wanted to though, but anyway, it's kind of like fitting that today is Halloween and we're like talking about costumes and like dressing up and stuff because we wanted to talk to you guys about expressing yourself and we wanted to just. I don't know, talk about all the different ways that we express ourselves, share different ways that you can. I know there's a few, like a few things I thought of that I have never put into action about expressing myself, but that I definitely want to try in the future. And then just how to honestly express yourself and not feel like you have to mold to society or other people's expectations of you or things like that. So yeah, we're, we're stoked for this episode. Yeah, I'm really pumped for this episode and we've had it planned for a while. And then today I was like, okay, what the heck am I going to say about expressing yourself? And then I was thinking about it and then I was like, well, why is it even important? Like, why are we even having this conversation? What's the deal? So then I was sitting with that and I'm like, okay, expressing yourself is important. Because when you are able to accurately represent who you are through external things, I feel like it really builds your confidence and helps you get in touch with who you really are. And so you can kind of like explore different mediums of expressing yourself. And not only are you expressing yourself just for the fun of it, but you're also expressing who you are externally to others. And that can kind of help you attract relationships that are in alignment with who you are Mm -hmm. and I feel like it helps you 
relate and with other it helps you relate with other people and engage in deeper meaningful relationships so it's not like just oh it's expressing yourself is literally just wearing a cute outfit I think it's more than that yeah I couldn't agree more and I think that what you were saying your point about like how you express yourself you know brings you closer to others or like helps you connect with others I think that's so true because thinking about you and me and Michaela, like growing up, we felt so free to express ourselves and not that we don't now, but just like when I think of expressing yourself, I literally think of us in middle school and high school, like peak, not giving a fuck. Like we literally, I say now that I'm embarrassed that I had full face makeup when no one else did at that Halloween dance, but like in that moment, like I had the coolest costume. And I think back to like, you know, every other school dance where we had to dress up in a certain way. Like I was very expressive in my outfits and I feel like we were very expressive also just with the things we did. I mainly think about school, but in school, like the games we played and how we conversed with one another and just the things that we liked and the things that we shared with each other. Um, there's never been like a tighter bond. And I think that's so cool. Yeah. I, we were so unapologetic about the way we were and we didn't give a shit. And then each of us was so supportive of the other ones being themselves that like it created a safe space and like thinking about now looking back, remember when my mom, I mean, I'm sure all of our parents try to dress up dress us in one way or another but my mom really attached to this idea of wanting me to dress Mm -hmm. a certain way so she'd always send me to school in plaid skirts (laughs) and I remember this one specific dance and I was finally getting to go to a dance with a boy that I wanted to go with Uh (laughs) I don't even want to talk about who it was but (laughs) and I was like super excited for this dance and she made me wear the most grotesque, in my opinion, outfit I have ever, it just, and now looking back, it wasn't because I didn't think it was stylish or that it wouldn't fit in with everyone else's because we didn't fit in with anyone, all of middle school, like we, or high school, like we did not fit in and that wasn't our goal and that wasn't my goal. But now looking back, it was because she was forcing me to express myself in a way that didn't wasn't in alignment with who I wanted to be and who I was trying to be. Mm-hmm. So she's sending me to school, like looking like this weird little primpy girl when really <laughs> I wanted to wear raggedy jeans and crazy colors and like <laughs> knee high socks for no reason and two different pairs of shoes. Yep. Which I get there's a place to like dress nice and stuff like that. But like, oh no, especially not being able to wear what I wanted to that dance. And then when the slow dance came around, that boy danced with another girl. Oh my God. It's because of the outfit. (laughs) It's because she made me wear this outfit. Everything is because she suppressed your ability to express yourself. Mom, how dare you? Yep. God damn it. Oh my gosh. I honestly like, it's, it almost makes me sad that we're like talking about our insane ability to express ourselves like in the past tense Mm -hmm. because I I do personally feel like I have kind of lost touch with how to express myself and like I don't know 
I don't know if that's because I feel more comfortable expressing myself over social media now because it's so mainstream or if, I don't know if I've just, if I haven't asked myself the hard questions or if I haven't like allowed myself to be creative or expressive enough, I'm, I'm not really sure. I can't pinpoint why really, but like, I do have this feeling of, you know, that I've lost that ability a little bit. And I know that it's not me, you know, faking my personality or faking my life, my likes and dislikes towards people or with other people. Cause like, I feel like myself with you for sure, but just, I don't know. It's almost like, like I was talking to you the other day and I was telling you like, Oh man, I saw this girl on TikTok and she got me so inspired to, and I don't remember who it was. I think her name's Maddie something. I don't know, but she got me so inspired. Like all of her wardrobe was just like so colorful and so bubbly and so expressive. And I was watching her TikToks and I was like, I feel like I'm missing that. And then I started thinking about like my wardrobe and I was like, how many things do I actually wear? And I don't know why, you know, there's this focus on fashion all of a sudden, but it just recently became like super apparent to me and in my face. And then I started thinking, you know, there's nights when Giuliano and I go out where I just sit on the floor and I like going through my drawers and I'm like, I have nothing to wear. Like nothing feels like it feels good. Or it's not even that it fits me weird or that it would look bad. It just, I realize right now that it's, I don't feel like I'm being expressed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like that's become super apparent just recently. And so I am happy we're having this episode at this point in time because I've just had this like epiphany and I feel like I really need to like be introspective and figure out like, first of all, how to effectively express myself like, you know, with the personality and person I am right now. Um, And I just, I need to figure out how to explore that, you know? I have so much to say in response to that. (laughs) Sorry, I went on my soapbox. (laughs) I'm about to go on mine. Okay. All right. Okay. I agree. I feel similarly to how you feel. And I think when we were younger and we were so expressive, we were so sure of ourselves and we were young, like not that we hadn't been tainted by the horridness of the world, because that's not (laughs) the case, but we also had a really tight knit friend group that that's where we were all the time. Like we had each other and we had a safe space to be ourselves. And we weren't like, even though maybe other people at school judged us, it didn't matter so much because we had each other. We didn't hear it. We didn't even see it. If that was happening, we were like, there was a wall there. Yeah. We were like, well, we're cool. Um, But then we grew up and we like went our separate ways. And then we were all one way or another, I feel like all three of us kind of became people pleasers in a sense. Mm -hmm. And so with becoming a people pleaser, you kind of lose touch with your own identity and yourself because you're so busy trying to please other people. So I think that's where I lost a lot of that feeling of being able to express myself because I started expressing what I thought other people wanted me to. Totally. And so even today when I was, I had, um 
had to drop Sebastian off at school and I was driving back and I was thinking about how I might have to go pick him up. And I was like, oh, but I'm going to have to do my Halloween makeup. I don't want to have to leave and people see me. It's not Halloween. And then I was like, bitch, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Like, you can wear fucking weird ass makeup and go out in public. Why are you acting like that? Like it almost I almost catch myself in these instances where I'm like, oh, don't do that because other people are going to think it's weird, even though it's something I want to do. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, no, I need to get back into that state of, I have people in my life who love me. I still have that tight knit group, even though it's not the same as when we were in middle school and it's changed a lot and it's gotten bigger. And even if I didn't have that, I should just still show up as myself because I'm going to attract those people by showing up as myself. And as I've like started to work on figuring out my style as much as we keep going back to fashion Mm -hmm. and figuring out different ways I want to express myself and learning what I actually even like and what I want to express. I find myself going back to a lot of things that I liked when I was young. Like it's like I liked all these things and then I was told that they were weird or wrong. So then I pretended I didn't like them. And now that I'm actually allowing myself to be who I am, I'm just going back to the things that I liked at the very start like I I'm like why is this coming like full circle for me obviously there's more there's new things that I like now and things have changed but a lot of it is literally just letting myself like what I freaking like that I've suppressed for years because I was worried what people were going to think of me yeah I could not agree more and I I know I keep going back to TikTok but there was one that I saw this morning too that was relevant to our conversation where this um this older woman has this account and she's just like, she just labels herself as like this weird old lady. Like that's who she is. And she was telling a story. She was like doing some art project in the TikTok, but in the audio, she was telling the story about like when she was younger, you know, she always got called weird. She was always the weird girl. She was like, and this is how she described herself. She was like, I was, I was always the weird fat girl with big glasses, just the weird one in school. And like, that was it. That's just how people describe me. And that's who I was to other people. And there was a point in time where I didn't want to be that person because I thought it was bad to be weird. And now that I'm older, I have done nothing but embrace that weirdness and being called weird is like such a compliment to me. And it should be to anyone. And she was just like talking about that instance and just that feeling of like, at one point, like when did being called weird become bad? And I feel like that's exactly what happened to us. And we're in that transition like area where we're like, who told me that weird was bad? I don't, because I don't remember. I literally, I remember having a closet full of just like bright ass clothes. And again, with the focus on fashion, I feel like it's just like such a big piece of like how we used to express ourselves. I mean, among other things, like, you know, the notes that we would pass each other and the, uh, the forts we would build and the pictures that we took, God, we had 500,000 pictures every time we hung out with each other. Um, and the stories we would make up and the dances we would you know, we would make up and the songs we would sing, like all of that stuff. But fashion was the most like forward. It was what everyone was seeing all the time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I remember still like 
do you remember when we found that extra paint in my family's um, uh, storage house, whatever that was. And we took it, we took it to our fort and we literally like we went inside and I told you to bring like a shirt or a dress or pants or whatever that you didn't mind getting paint on. And we went out in the woods and we brought this paint with us and we just splattered each other with it. And it was just, I mean, it was white and red and blue and green, whatever it was. Like it was literally just stuff used for the porch and the house and all that. But we gave zero fucks. And like, I mean, now that I think about it, like maybe that paint wasn't the best for our skin or something crazy like that, but we were just kids, like not giving a fuck. And I saved that outfit forever. Mm-hmm. Even after it didn't fit me, it was sitting in my closet forever. That and the mermaid outfit that your mom made for us. I had those forever. And I don't know. I feel like those should be in like a historical shrine of self-expression because <laughs> I, that day I was wearing this hair clip, the type that are in fashion now, but yeah, this mm-hmm. was also in fashion back then. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes us sound real old, but we're not that old. <laughs> um, and it got some of the green paint on it. Mm-hmm. And I literally wore that until it broke because my hair is thick and it tends to break literally every clip I have. Um, yep. But I just thought it was the coolest thing. I'm like, oh, look at this hair clip. It has a splattering of <laughs> green paint on it mm-hmm. for some reason. Like, mm-hmm. uh, oh my and God. that was I'm... so, like, it was so freeing. I don't know. Yeah. Like, just to just be like, yeah, let's just spray each other with paint and make these really cool outfits. Like, it's like whenever you've, put yourself into an outfit that feels really good and like you're like yeah this is me like look at me I look good I feel good like my lip my makeup looks great and maybe you're going to do something you really enjoy that's like when you just feel like bomb like you feel like powerful you feel like this is what life is yes mm-hmm. I know and I two things one is I remember you probably remember this too. Um, there was one day where I don't know why I decided this, but I decided I wanted to wear a long dress and wedges to school because like I should dress up for the day and like no part of me. I don't, I don't remember why I decided to do that, but part of me feels like it was because I was like, Oh, well, this is, these are like the hot clothes that I have to wear. Like, these are like, this is the cute stuff I have to wear. So like, I want to wear it and see what happens. When in reality, I literally wore that dress to like a wedding or a church, like, or something like that. It was just not, it was not me at all. And I remember I wore it that day and I was so fucking uncomfortable all day. (laughs) And I was like trying, I'm pretty sure we took pictures at school that day too. Like not school pictures, but like with our cameras kind of thing just because, and I was just, I hated those pictures. I was like, I look like such an idiot. Like, I just don't, I don't look like myself. It's like, first of all, my hair was way too short. I hated having short hair when I was younger, but I got my hair cut because my mom had that haircut, which I will never do that again. But I just, I, like I, I know the exact haircut that you're talking about. Yeah. It was like, it was close to actually, I'm pretty sure that Halloween dance with the uh 
the mermaid dress. But anyway, um, I, I still remember that. And it was just so bad. It didn't feel like me at all. I'm like, it doesn't have weird socks. It doesn't have weird jewelry. I don't have like my hair in a weird style. Nothing is me. It was so weird. I would literally, I would get so pissed when my mom would put me in skirts that, and I mean, mind you, this was middle school. So like I wasn't the most reasonable. (laughs) Yeah. Reasonable person at the time. I would purposely sit in puddles of water when we went to recess <laughs> and then the aides that were outside would be like, Kirsten, you're all wet. We need to take you to the office and get you a change of clothes. And they would give me jeans from the lost and found. I do you remember Michaela and I literally egging you on to do that. <laughs> like it was raining outside and you were like, this is stupid. I fucking hate this skirt. Like I don't want to wear it. And you just fucking sat in a puddle and Michaela and I thought you were like the bravest person we've ever met. It was a you, bit were an, you were an icon. You were a middle school icon. It was a bit dramatic, but at the same time, it, also it's a weird thing. Like, I don't know. I guess my mom didn't want me to dress. I don't want to get into this conversation because now looking back at this, like it kind of is irritating. She didn't want me to just wear like pants all the time and look like a tomboy. Oh yeah. That's all I was. (laughs) Like she wanted me to look like a girly girl and I didn't want to look like that. And now looking back in the photos, I had this pair of like black silk pants. I'm sure you remember with all the pockets. (laughs) They were absolutely disgusting. (laughs) And now looking back, I'm like, wow, I look so hideous. I hate myself for wearing that. But at the time, that's what I felt most comfortable in and what I wanted to look like. And Mm -hmm. even though it probably looked terrible to everybody, but me, I loved it. (laughs) That's all it's about though, is like feeling good about yourself, feeling good in what you're wearing in your own skin, like feeling good about how you express yourself to yourself, to others, to strangers, to people who've known you forever. Like that's all that's important, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was going to say too, like, also when I think of expression, it kind of goes with, well, it goes with like personality expression and fashion expression, but, um, I'm pretty sure it was sixth grade and it was my birthday. Maybe it was eighth grade. I don't know. We grew up really slow. Cause we didn't give a shit about anybody. Um, but we got to go to the mall by ourselves for the first time. And we each had saved up. We each had money to spend, like, you know, and thinking about (laughs) the outfits that we put together. Like, and remember, we had outfits originally in the mall that were, first of all, crazy. And then we bought a bunch of shit that was also crazy. And then we changed into equally crazy outfits to go to the movies in the dark, just us three. Yeah. Also, didn't we use fake names when we were in the mall for no reason? Yeah, we did. We okay. This was because okay, my never been to a mall before. (laughs) Yeah, we'd never been to a mall by ourselves at least for that extended period of time. And also, my dad used to be a cop, and so he had convinced us that he knew every cop in the mall and that they were all watching us to make sure that we were behaving. (laughs) And so we were like super on alert. 
at least for the first like 30 minutes. And we just thought that like every mall cop was like watching us. Also, weren't we there for eight hours? (laughs) We were there for eight hours. Okay. We did not, we did not leave any, any store untouched. Like we even went into like wedding stores and tried on huge dresses. Do you remember that? Yeah. We tried on huge dresses for no reason. How did they let us do that? We were so young. That's not allowed now. You can't do that now. So we did it in peak time, man. Wow. That was so liberating. And that's when I bought that pair of neon green capris. That's when I had, I bought a purple capris with, or I mean, I bought purple like leather pants with a chain on them. Hot topic, (gasps) bitch. Oh, my favorite pants that you bought that day. The zebra stripe pink and blue. (sighs) pants that would fit so well for aesthetic for the podcast I fucking wore those (laughs) camping I wore those to a campground the next summer what the fuck Uh, they were my favorite though like I literally had I bought a t-shirt to match the turquoise so I wore skinny (laughs) skinny zebra stripe pants that were hot pink and neon turquoise with a turquoise shirt and do you remember those white high tops I had that were like um the design was like sketchbook design probably because I probably was jealous of them (laughs) I wore the shit out of those and we had matching shoes that we both drew on that one time too they were knockoff converse that were blue plaid from wet seal and then we Mm -hmm. drew all over them (laughs) because who can afford converse we couldn't so I wore those until they were literally falling off of my feet yeah Yeah, I'm pretty Um, sure you had them longer than I did but Oh, yeah, because I never got rid of clothes. Like, I would wear them until they fell off my body. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Um, mostly because I just didn't get a lot of new clothes in general. So, <laughs> Peak expression, though, let me tell you. <laughs> but aside, like, aside from fashion, which is, I didn't even know that was going to be, like, such a big chunk of our episode but honestly like fashion was like our peak form of expression Mm -hmm. like throughout our childhood um Um, so that seems like a pretty good place to stop really quick we're just going to tell you about one of our partners and we will be right back Okay, guys, so today's episode is sponsored by Bright Sellers, and we're super excited to be um, partnering with them. Um, If you feel like you've ever been overwhelmed in the wine aisle, like I definitely have, I'm sure Kirsten has too, and bought some random wine that you end up not liking, you're definitely not alone. Finding the perfect wine match can be like super hard, and I know that I struggle with expanding my palette, but it definitely doesn't have to be that way. And that's kind of where Bright Sellers comes in. Bright Sellers uses a wine algorithm to match you with wines that you're guaranteed to love. All you have to do is take a 30 second quiz and they match you with wines based on things you already know you like, like your favorite type of chocolate or juice. Yeah, exactly. And I've actually tried it before personally. My boyfriend and I have gotten a box before and it's really cool because each wine comes with this like education card that gives you more information on like where the wine's from, like tasting notes, food pairings, stuff like that. And honestly, they're such pretty little cards. We have them up for decoration in our kitchen. And so one that I really liked was a wine called Dreamlit. And it's just a sweet white wine. I'm a really big fan of like rosés and whites mostly. 
Although I do probably need to expand a little to the red wines, but there's a lot of, you know, apricot, peach, honey flavors, things like that. I really like my sweet wines, but the best part of it really is that if you don't like a bottle of it, Bright Cellars offers a guarantee and will send you a replacement bottle in your next order. Yeah, it's definitely cool to experiment and try different flavors. But if you guys are interested in trying Bright Cellars out for yourself for a limited time, Hello Next Level listeners get 50% off their first six bottles by going to brightcellars.com slash H&L. It's basically six bottles of wine for the price of three. So to get 50% off your first box, head to brightcellars.com. That's B-R-I-G-H-T-C-E-L-L-A-R-S.com backslash H&L. Bright Cellars helping you discover the wine you'll love. Help support us, your favorite hosts at Hello Next Level by supporting Bright Cellars. I wanted to talk about how to start expressing yourself. Yes. And... Obviously, like we'll talk about the ways you can express yourself aside from fashion, obviously, but we'll also talk, probably talk about how to find your style because I feel like that's interesting and something we're both exploring. We've both been working on, but I would start with, because this is what personally has helped me is to figure out if you are a people pleaser, if Mm -hmm. you're overly concerned about what people think of you, if you are censoring yourself essentially like Mm. what you what you allow yourself to talk about what you allow yourself to wear what you allow yourself to do um and ask yourself the hard questions like do I actually like this thing because I like it or do I like it because I feel like I should like it like just examine every area of your life and figure out if it's what you like and also try new things like you can make an experiment to try different hobbies and different ways of expressing yourself anything that kind of like makes you feel a little bit inspired go try it like worst case you don't like it you give it up Mm -hmm. but I think it's really important to start figuring out who you are so that you can express yourself because if you don't know who you are and what you like and what you're about then it's kind of hard to like express yourself because Mm -hmm. what are you expressing Yeah. You mentioned like a good one that I was going to mention as well. Like I wrote down a few things that I want to ask myself basically, or kind of a complete the sentence kind of thing. And one of them is I am inspired by blank and thinking about, cause that can change. Like just because, you know, me and you and Michaela were so expressive when we were kids, like it doesn't mean that we have to revert back to that exact form of expression now, Mm -hmm. just because like, maybe we don't feel as expressive as we used to be, because even if we did feel super expressive our entire lives and never felt like we faltered, that's still going to change. And you can still like, not like something now and like something later, you know, like I used to be really into aviators and now I don't think aviators fit my face and I hate them (laughs) on my face. So, um, so those things can change, but think about the things that, that you are inspired by, not, you know, maybe not things that you think just look good or, mm-hmm. cause you know how, when you're like shopping, you have to think about like, 
okay, do I actually like that? Or do I like how it falls on the person modeling it? Or like, is that actually going to work for me? Am I buying it for someone else or myself? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, there's so much can happen from the things that you're just inspired by. So that's one of them. Um, also just because like your thoughts and your feelings and your opinions are also a form of expression and thinking about like, I communicate by blank, I think is really important. Like, I don't know. Do you, do you communicate more on the down low? Like you're almost afraid to say what you're actually thinking as in the people pleasing thing you were talking about earlier. Are Mm -hmm. you, you know, are you super loud when you're, are you trying to be super loud when you're not normally because you just want someone to hear something that you have to say, but maybe it's not exactly what you're thinking, you know, thinking about how you communicate to others and then how you reflect on the things around you, I think is a really good one too. Um, and then the last one I wrote down, which I thought was interesting was trying to describe a situation in your life when you feel like you're being most expressive. Like you're being your true expressive self. Think about it, really, really analyze it with both of the things that Kirsten and I have been saying, like, are you truly being expressive or are you, are you thinking about the situation in terms of the person that you're with or the person you were speaking to or societal pressures or whatever it may be. And on the flip side of that, try to think of a situation where you're not being the real you and try to brainstorm ways that you can change that, you know? I like that. I think those are really good prompts, which we should probably put on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll probably make a graphic with those prompts on there. Uh, I think another thing that's really important when it comes to expressing yourself is I think everybody should have at least bare minimum one creative outlet to express yourself in. Yeah. So that can be I mean, that could fall into like your style and that's a creative thing, like your makeup, Mm -hmm. your style. But beyond that, like expressing how you look like like physically, it could be like doing cool stuff with your hair or other creative things like writing is a good way to express yourself, dancing, singing, um, painting, like any creative outlet that allows you to express your thoughts, feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, maybe you don't always want to express your feelings through your outfits because maybe you're having a really bad day and you don't want to wear all black and be dark and gloomy looking. But you can sit down with yourself and write about how you're feeling. Um, You can paint about it. You can dance it out. You can scream it out. Like Mm -hmm. anything to basically get your feelings from inside of you, outside of you. Yeah. I totally agree. And I think that a few others that I wrote down as well was like sports can be an outlet to expressing yourself as well. Um, Joining a club, just the interest that you have, whether it be a book club or a writing club or an improv club or literally anything, you could create a club if you want to get some hobbies. Um, Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, maybe if Kirsten and I were still obsessed with stuffed animals, like we used to be, maybe we'd have, you know, a club for it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but so that's a big one too. And then I thought about this one because 
of my future endeavors that I'm trying to go through right now, but decorating is a big one. And I've thought about that a lot with like my apartment, my future house, things like that, both on the inside and the outside, like thinking about, I don't know how to use a space and what art that you like. And um, I don't know. I think cooking is also a really good expression um, and definitely can be creative. I know that that's something that I am definitely my most expressive self in. I, I don't know, cooking, I don't really think about anything else. <laughs> so that's a big one for me. Um, but I think that an obvious one too is social media. I think that that's just one that I personally want to be more careful about. And at least for my personal Instagram, I think that after this episode, we will be working a little more to be more personally expressive on our our podcast page. Just we we talk about that all the time. That's literally a conversation we have sometimes where it's like, you know, maybe we need to get more personal. Maybe we just, you know, we need to be more loose and open and relaxed. Um, so, you know, I think social media is a good thing for expression, but I think it's also something to approach with caution. So. Yeah, because I feel like you can easily fall down into the rabbit hole of sharing things that aren't really true to you on yeah. social media or sharing things and then getting um, judged by others and then changing things about yourself to fit other people's standards. So it's definitely a great way to express yourself, but mm -hmm. also like just be wary, I guess. Wary. Yeah. Well, I also feel like people, I've heard people feel like they get stuck in social media because they feel like their profiles need to look a certain way. Or like, and I know I had trouble with that. Like when I, I started pole dancing and doing like choreograph classes months ago, like I'm pretty sure during COVID or something like that, but I was so nervous for months to post that stuff. Cause I was like, Oh, I've never posted this stuff before. Like there's no place for it basically. Like mm -hmm. it wouldn't fit my profile, but my profile is who I am. It's just a documentation of my life for me. It's not for anyone else. It's not to please anyone else. It's not to, you know, raise to someone else's standards. It's just for me. If I want to post a photo every day, like that doesn't matter. It's all for my purposes. Like I think of when Facebook first came out, we were psyched about Facebook and like we put everything up there. It didn't matter. Like, crazy photos from photo shot, like photos shoots, excuse me. And um, I don't know, photos of quotes we liked or photos of the food we ate or whatever, like it didn't matter because it wasn't for anyone else. And so I just wanted to point that out that I feel like I've heard people get stuck. And I know I've personally felt stuck with like, do I share this? Cause it doesn't match what people normally see of me. You know what I mean? I think that's an interesting conversation because like social media, technically it is for everybody else. Like when you post yeah. your, like it literally is to show people part of you. So I think it's important depending on like what kind of account you have, like maybe you have a business account or like our podcast account, like we have a clear intention behind it. Mm -hmm. So it's not as scary to post stuff on it. 
But when it comes to like having a personal page that isn't there to necessarily like be your business or whatever, it can be, I think it's important to check in with yourself about the intention of why you're posting things. If you struggle with negative feelings when it comes to social media, because are you, are you telling yourself it's for me, but really like you're posting it to get validation? Mm-hmm. Like, what are your expectations when you post it? Why are you posting it? Are you posting it? Cause you think it's going to make you feel better than everybody else. If you share, I don't know, something like related to politics, like mm-hmm. why are you sharing these things on social media? Are you sharing your dinner just to share your dinner because you want to, or are you sharing it because you want X amount of likes and you need that validation? Like there yeah. are so many reasons you could be sharing things on social media. So I think it's important to check in with your expectations, check in with your intentions and make sure that your expectations and your intentions align with your values and that they're going to make you feel good and add something of value to your life into the people who are going to see your content on social media in some way. And if that value is simply like you want to, and it makes you feel good to share that with other people, then that's enough. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. Cause it's not always like, Oh, I'm posting this. I wonder how other people will receive it. It's really like, why am I posting this? Like why just exactly what you said, like, is there some sort of validation I need or am I posting it? Cause I hope this person sees it or whatever it is, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a thin line to balance on, but it's become so normalized and mainstream. It's like things we need to think about now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But we I should think, think I, about it. Yeah. I think part of me like feels most expressive through Pinterest, to be honest with you. Through what? Pinterest. I love like, Pinterest. Ugh, Obviously. Pinterest is everything. <laughs> um, like that's kind of where, I mean, you know this, but that's kind of where I've been like trying to find inspiration th- for my wardrobe update that I want to do. And, um, you know, like I even get inspiration from, for like writing and definitely recipes and stuff for our podcast and stuff like that. It's like a one-stop shop. I love it. Well, it's just a place it like Pinterest is literally a place to get inspired. It's a, it's more of a search engine than social media. So there's less like showiness to it. Like you're not yeah. like, Oh, I'm making this Pinterest board to look good. So other people see it. Mm-hmm. It's literally about you. Like Pinterest is more so about the user and like your experience and you're finding ideas and inspiration. Like it's literally pin like interest is the mm-hmm. point of it. Like, yeah. It's not like Facebook is literally like an Instagram. It's literally there to socialize with other people and like, yeah, to update other people about what you're doing. Yeah. So, like, the intention behind Pinterest is completely different mm-hmm. than Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. So, it makes sense that you would feel like the most inspired and the most able to be yourself on that platform yeah. because there's less eyes on your content and like it's just there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I think about sometimes with our podcast too, where like, there's just slowly like more eyes on what we do and more ears listening to our thoughts and our feelings and like what we share. And it's, uh, I love it. 
I love podcasting. It's so much fun. And I love like building the community that we're building, but I also think about it sometimes and think about how crazy that is that, you know, we're, we're bringing people into our lives and the things that we like to do and the things we like to talk about. Mm -hmm. And that's how we're expressing ourselves to those people, you know? And I, yeah. And I think it comes with a level of responsibility. Like obviously Mm -hmm. our podcast is more personal. Like we share our personal experiences. Like we don't claim to be a doctor or anything, but I think like when you share things on social media, there's a level of responsibility to make sure what you're sharing is valuable, not harmful and accurate. Cause so many people like quickly share like a post that someone else posted that is misinformation and then they share it because they didn't look into it. And then the next person shares it and like, it just can be like a tough situation. So I feel like sometimes I worry about that with the podcast, even though we don't talk about that kind of stuff. And I think we're both good about like recognizing our faults or if we said something that was wrong, like we would admit that we were wrong about something. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'm like, people are not responsible when they start growing their audiences or they share things on social media. Like if you're not a hundred percent sure this is accurate, please don't share it. Yeah. Just don't. Absolutely. Cause you're expressing that as your belief, as you you're attaching that to you. Yeah. And people who trust you and look up to you and listen to your content are going to assume if they trust you that they should listen to what you have to say or what you have to share. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a level of responsibility, at least if you're trying to grow an audience. I mean, I guess do whatever. Even if you have a personal account, I feel like you should <laughs> still be responsible. But... There's still a fine line there, even yeah. if you have if you're just using a personal account. Like there's still a level of responsibility because like all the people generally all the people that follow you have that trust for you basically you know what I mean in Mm -hmm. one way or another so that's crazy but I'm curious I kind of want to share like different ways that we both feel most expressive right now because I think we I'm glad that we touched on like ways that we want to improve and I think it's like fashion for both of us and I know for me it's being less of a people pleaser and thinking about the things that I like, um, because you know how like some, I, I don't know, this might just be me, but sometimes I feel like I have this like existential crisis where like, if someone asks me what I like to do or like what I like to do for fun, I fucking hate that question because it like stops me in my tracks. And like, there's a, there's things that I fault to that I immediately know that I like to do. Like, you know, I like to read, I like to write, I like to garden I like to cook that kind of thing but when I try to think deeper about it it like makes me freeze and that's it's weird because it used to not be like that and so I just Mm -hmm. want to get back to like the free-flowing expressive state that I used to feel Mm -hmm. um but off my soapbox um I'm curious like how you feel most expressive right now because I think it would be fun to share that with everyone I would say well one when I'm writing like Mm -hmm. obviously and that's always been something that's been how I express myself and that includes not only when I'm like journaling for myself where it's super personal and I'm just like being terribly honest like where you'll be like oh shit (laughs) but also when I'm writing articles like 
that is another way I feel expressive. And also this one's kind of interesting, but like when I'm in the gym, cause I just, I love lifting and I don't know when I'm there, like I feel like myself and like also like I'm working on myself and I'm becoming the person I want to be while also being the person I want to be at the same time. Um, then also when I'm just like dancing around for no reason, even if it's like by myself mm-hmm. in my apartment, screaming to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, and then also when I'm like with my really, really close friends and we're just laughing like when we're just laughing and we're just shooting the shit and like it's like those little moments where it's just like nothing else matters and you're just kind of like having a good time mm-hmm. and, la- and just something about just sitting there and like laughing with your friends like I love that yeah um also when I do my makeup I feel yeah, like you've gotten a lot more into that I like it I feel more expressive that way and just whenever I'm creating anything I don't know I I guess there's a lot of ways that I feel expressive like cooking could be one baking um trying to think I feel like yeah I feel like since I've been trying to be more of myself a lot of things in my life feel like more expressive now versus maybe like a year and a half ago I wouldn't have had the same answer Mm-hmm. And I like that though. Like it, it shows growth. And I agree with you from an outside standpoint that that's definitely true. I think that you're at the stage where I want to be. Like, I feel like I'm, I've gotten to the stage where I've kind of realized that I haven't been fully expressing myself. And again, to reiterate, like, I also don't feel like I've been fake this entire time. Like I haven't, been myself at all because I do feel like I have been I just don't feel like it's been like full creative expression mostly like the bud of the flower not the flower yet exactly (laughs) great analogy um (laughs) but I do agree with you like being with really good friends and like also being with my dad I feel like very much myself very expressive but cooking and baking is definitely a big one for me. I just like kind of get lost in that world of like trying new recipes and stuff. And I definitely want to get to the point where I just like, I'm at the point where I don't usually measure things anymore. Everything just kind of goes how I want it to luckily, but (laughs) with like, I want to be able to like build a recipe on my own, you know, and Mm -hmm. know how things go together and just be able to do it. So that's a, an aspiration of mine, if you will. And then gardening too, just, I mean, you know, you, you plant the seed and it grows into what it says it's going to grow into, but all the little things in between, just like, I feel like I take really good care of my plants and like, I just like to watch them grow and it just feels very whole and expressive for me. So I really, really enjoy that. And actually like, as you were talking, I was thinking and I feel like I feel very expressive when I'm brainstorming for others specifically. Like Mm. we've already talked about in the creativity episode that I feel a little like creatively stunted and doubtful with my own stuff because I, you know, have this people pleaser thing and this like perfectionist thing that I'm working on, but it feels very 
the op like the options are endless when you know if you ask me your opinion on an idea or if my dad needs help with his business or if Juliano needs help with his stuff I feel very like lit up like I'm ready to go and um have like so many ideas and I don't care if you like them or not you can take them you can leave them whatever it's super exciting so that was another like interesting one that I found that I hadn't really thought of until like right now so yeah those are kind of the ways I feel the most expressive and soon to be through my wardrobe so I like that last one a lot I think you next time you are struggling to come up with ideas for your own stuff you should just frame it as like what if Kirsten asked me this question what if Giuliano asked me and then write down all the answers you would give to us and then keep them for yourselves (laughs) it's kind of like yeah it's like the whole thing that we would say like would you say this thing to your best friend no then don't say it to yourself like it's kind of the opposite of that like which like oh this is an idea (laughs) yeah this is an idea you would have for a friend or a partner that use it for yourself. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Life lesson. (laughs) Even though every day I probably say things to myself that I wouldn't say to you. So I mean, me too. It's a work in progress. Yeah. It's a work in progress. So, but I think that like that kind of wraps up our episode. I, I loved this episode. Yeah, I think this was one of our top episodes, in my opinion. Yeah, I really hope that all of you guys like it. I know we say that every week, but like, I'll be really sad if you don't like this episode. So please like it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. It helps us and we want to know what you think. So share your thoughts, please. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Completely agree with that. And, you know, you guys can always DM us. You can always give us shout outs for things. Um, (laughs) We definitely want to see all of your bright sellers boxes. If you get them, definitely tag us on Instagram. We'd love to see it. And, you know, you guys can find us on Instagram at hello next level pod. Also, since today is Halloween, it means tomorrow we have a live And you should definitely join us for our live. It will be at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time like normal. And I'm not going to give away what we'll be talking about. It'll be a little different than what we've done in the past, but we're really excited. And yeah, make sure you guys check out the link in our bio. We have all of our fun links there um, and especially our 40 free journal prompts that you guys should use and tag us as well. And yeah, we hope you guys have a safe and fun Halloween and a great week. And we'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye.